Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of the Life is Funny podcast. I'm Evan, here with Josh, per usual. Um, what's going on, Josh? Nothing much. Uh, it's really nice outside. Uh, this week, yeah. I've gone and looked for deer several times in the evenings. Yeah, I saw some Instagram nice pictures. Mm-hmm. I saw some bucks in velvet for the first time ever. Um, oh, I, uh, I started a new thing for funsies. Um, so I don't know what it'll turn into, but I'm not going to call it a side hustle yet. I'm going to say right now, okay. it's just, <laughs> I'm going to say right now it's just for fun and maybe eventually it could turn into a side hustle. But as you know, I have, I have a deep love for pocket tee style shirts okay, and, okay. um, there's a lot of shirts that like I want made that just don't exist. Like I would wear a shirt if it had whatever thing I'm thinking of on it, but there's mm-hmm. not a shirt that has that thing on it. So I was like, okay, well, like, what if I just made, like, somehow, and I don't know, I don't know fully what this is going to look like yet, but, like, some sort of company that made t-shirts, like, I want them. Because I'm sure, like, hmm. if I would wear them, other people might wear them. I mean, the stuff that I... The, <laughs> You're a big influencer, are I you? don't. I don't think that I'm a big influencer, but I think that um, the style that I like of shirt is kind of like a popular one, so... I think it, okay. it could work out. So I, I like started a Twitter, and I'm not going to tell you what it's called. Um, but <laughs> I, I did that. I'm up to five followers. So wow, going, nice. going strong. Hey, um, if you told me what it's called, I, it could be six. But <laughs> it could be. But you, you'd have to figure it out on your own. And I, I, okay. it's the only, I never tweet on my personal Twitter. We had our mm-hmm. our social media one. What last week was that? Was that right. So we don't want to get too much into social. No. Media. Yeah. But, but so this one, like this one's a little different. I'm more willing to like tweet a bunch of random stuff like i saw a tweet today that said do you have your guac with pits or without pits and i i didn't know that anybody left pits in their guac yeah that's the thing it's supposed to keep it fresher that's what i heard and so my tweet was something to the effect of the pits have the best flavor so definitely leave the pits in um (laughs) but i I don't know what it'll turn Sounds into. riveting. My goodness. Yeah, yes, I know. It's it's super exciting stuff. Um, first time I've ever really used Twitter, so it probably sucks. Wow. All my tweets are terrible. But I did have somebody uh, retweet, like, and reply to me who is a company who I really like, and they have over 150,000 followers already. Dang, like, that's exciting. That was my second tweet that that happened on, so I was pretty wow, happy. Mr. Big Shot out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. What up? So, that's fun. Yeah. I guess that's nice. really the only thing that's up with me. Going to Traverse yeah. City this weekend. Uh, I had, was going to say, did you do anything this past weekend? Like, you know, Not that I can fun? think of. No, <laughs> never, okay. never saw anybody that I liked. Uh, never Man. ate anywhere good. Mm. Except for well, Lauren. I, I, I sure really did. like her. So. Uh. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Didn't see Lauren. No, of course. Didn't see, no, didn't see Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course. Yes, we went out to dinner. It was fantastic. Heck um, yeah, we did. We Yeah, I don't know. Uh that we took you and Rachel. I, I wouldn't say we took you there. We met you at our favorite restaurant, which is Mama Carolla's in Indianapolis. If you're in mm-hmm. Indy, check it out. Um, it's real good. And th- I was going to ask you, like, what was your opinion? Because I have a tendency to overhype everything <laughs> that I like and right. uh, over-exaggerate quite a bit. So I guess what what was your real opinion if we're sitting here having a conversation now that you've had a few days to reflect on it? What, what did you like? What didn't you like? Was it terrible? Was it overhyped? Like, fill me in. It was pretty good. I pretty good. Really Come the, on. Well, no. Jeez. So, so the food was the food was really good. 
the service was good. It was a little cramped and small because it was like in an old house. Um, but like the yep. food was really, really good. Definitely lived up to the hype. The one thing I do wish that I would have gotten a cocktail because they looked good, like Lauren mm. got. But at ten bucks, like it's a little steep. you know, that's that's a lot. Yeah, so it's I like didn't as much but, as their entrees. Right, basically. So um, yeah, so that was like maybe if I had to have a critique, you know, maybe that. But they kept the bread coming. That was good. They had really good mm-hmm. Italian food, and it was a good time. So yeah, definitely check out Mama Corolla's. Good deal. Mama Corolla's definitely sponsor us. Apparently, yes. we are part of the family now. Is what the so it says on the menu. <laughs> what they told mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I, I think so. so. Did you like the lasagna or ravioli better? Honestly, I think I like the ravioli better because like oh, that was shut it was up. good. It was oh good lasagna. Gosh. No, it was Josh. Have you ever had the ravioli? Yeah, I have actually. I really mm, like the okay. ravioli. Well, I've had so a lot my, of stuff on their menu, but mostly yeah. the lasagna. <laughs> so my reasoning was like the lasagna was really good, but like most lasagna just kind of tastes the same. But the ravioli okay. was like maybe some of the best ravioli I've ever had. Really? So okay. That's my okay. my reasoning. It's not I guess like the I take my anger bad. back. It's I, that they I were take both my anger back. really good. Yeah. I was okay. going to say, don't be angry. You asked me say, what I liked best. If the ravioli was one of the best mm-hmm. raviolis you've ever had, I, I suppose we'll mm-hmm. let it slide that it was better than lasagna. Because yes, that's how I feel about lasagna. Let my ravioli slide all over. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> What other than getting to see your favorite person in the world, me, of course, um, <laughs> what have you been up to? Not a ton. Um, before you, Lauren, Rachel, and I hung out in Indy and got dinner and went to the to the fashion mall saw some things that were way too expensive for us to buy uh rachel and i went to the mall the day before that and we also saw spider-man far from home uh like the same day that we went to uh mama corolla's with you guys so it was a busy busy weekend yeah rachel and i did a lot of hanging out in indy had a lot of fun saw a lot of adorable puppies um and then after we had dinner i went home like back home to ohio the next day so saw some of my adorable animals, my cats, and then also my little sister brought over a puppy for from some of the kids that she babysits, and that was real cute. So a lot of puppies, a lot so of family, a lot your of friends. An animal there busy. for a second. <laughs> no, yeah, I no, got to see my little puppies and my sister, <laughs> some of my favorite animals. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a busy, busy weekend slash first couple days of the week, because um, like I had back to back, I had like a dentist appointment. And then I had to get a tetanus booster update or something like that. So a shot. And those were like back-to-back appointments on one that? day. It's every 10 years. So like I apparently it's been a minute. Yeah. Since I've been in there for that. Um, and then like that was one day. And then the next day I had uh, like I took my car in and then got a car wash and like got lunch and saw my grandparents. So it was just like busy, busy, busy kind of seeing a lot of friends and family and going to see movies. I, I went to see another movie. I went to see the um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, you did Quentin see it? Tarantino movie. That was good. I enjoyed it. Saw that with William and Chloe. Would you say so, yeah. that it is as good as the hype? What? Give me. I want to hear your thoughts because I saw it with my parents and Lauren, and one of my parents had a differing opinion than the rest of us. What was your opinion? Interesting. So I didn't know. So going into it, I didn't know that the movie had anything to do with Charles Manson. Spoiler alert for anyone who, you know, didn't know that, but I didn't know that going into it. I thought it was just going to be some, like, some movie about, you know, some guy and his stunt double. So, (laughs) like, I didn't know that. And then once I found that out, 
I don't know anything about like Charles Manson in history. Like I know some stuff about some other like serial killers. Like I've seen the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix, stuff like that. But like, I don't know anything about Charles Manson other than like, he was a weird dude messed up. So like that was interesting. And the way that they do it in the movie, apparently like we, we read a bunch of synopses afterwards to like, see like, okay, like why did this movie exist? Like, why was it made like this? And basically Quentin Tarantino is -hmm. like, like has a weird crush on like Sharon Tate and kind of like idolizes the, the old timey, like feel and attitude of like LA and stuff like that. I'm not saying how it went in the movie, but in real life she was killed by the cult. In real life. Yeah. She got killed. Um, you know, the same night in the, in the movie that they showed and she was like pregnant. So like they showed all that. So it was like the movie was at least semi accurate, but, um, then obviously like the, um, Rick Dalton, like, Di- DiCaprio's character yeah I don't think he was a real guy so like, no I don't think so either. yeah so that's it, w- it was an interesting movie in that sense where like I didn't know about the history um like the the actual like real like real life stuff but I think that maybe made it even better because I was like bought in and I liked it. it even if I like even if it was totally fake I just liked it for the story it was a it was a good movie in my see opinion, so in my I, I agree. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... I, I hmm, This is tough. I was going to say one of the best movies I've seen. And I put it up there. Like, I really enjoyed it. I liked the style that it was shot in. I liked all the orange hues and all of the neon. And I loved the story behind it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I knew what happened before going into the movie. So it's like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time expecting certain things to happen the whole time so it's like a little bit different once you kind of watch the movie Mm -hmm. so i think that it's really good in relation to that if even if you know what already happens it's i'm i can't say versus you like you didn't know what happened saying okay is it more or less suspenseful either way but it was definitely very suspenseful for me knowing what happened right um right. Mm-hmm. And my dad was the one differing person in the family, and he uh, was not a fan of the movie at all and thought it was extremely boring and had no plot and thought it was a waste of two and a half hours. So, it, Two hours I, and 45 minutes, actually. Yes. I think 42 minutes. It was a yes. long movie. Oh, it was long. But I, it felt quick. I mean... I liked it, yeah. I, it was totally worth it. Honestly, watch. I felt like it could have been longer because there were a lot of kind of little plot lines that I feel like they skipped Oh, they over. could have expanded on but, easy. Yeah, but I did like the movie overall, so... Okay. Good deal. Good. I'm glad we're yeah. on the same page with that for sure. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we were told this weekend that we should get somebody on here who has a differing opinion between us because we agree <laughs> a little too much. So, uh-huh. uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, that's um, all right. Well, Evan, I'm not going to do a smooth transition this week. I'm just going to reference <laughs> last. I mean, week. as as long as it's better than last week. Yeah, yeah. I'm last week's lack of transition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reference last week where I wanted to talk about Nike. Uh, mm-hmm. And we we had agreed to talk about social media. I was gonna say, yeah, Nike it's not like I week. didn't want to talk about. Nike. No, no, exactly. It's just that we had a plan. We, yeah. we had a plan, and I didn't abide by that plan. So I think that <laughs> all the listeners knew that Nike talk was coming this week. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, that so could hopefully be the nobody's too sad that it's that it's late. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. we'll see. <laughs> Speaking of plans that Josh was not on board. With. <laughs> just yes. kidding. <laughs> uh, it's it's been it's been a time. I've been busy. I've been working a little bit extra, making a little bit extra money uh, after I get off excuses, work, doing some excuses. work, doing some work for some other people. So it's been mm, good. Okay. It's been fun. 
see, uh, I, I like to put our fans and our listeners first. So I that's like put my that's my priority but... first. Um, but let's be <laughs> okay, honest. Touche, touche. <laughs> that that bank account is what allows me to be able to make this podcast with my free time. So okay, true, true. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, why you have a pop filter and I don't. So yes, this is true. Got that extra money to buy it now. I'm just kidding. Yes. For anyone who's worried about my peas popping, hopefully they just popped right there. Um, yeah, <laughs> Josh told me I should get a, a pop filter a long time ago. And then Lauren was like, yeah, you need to get a pop filter. So I might think about getting a pop filter. <laughs> Updates on the podcast. Anyways, yes. so yeah, Josh, Nike. Yes. I've got stuff to talk about. You've got stuff mm-hmm. to talk about. Hit me with it. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to start where I had mentioned last week on kind of the power and influence. Like, I, you could say with any company, but this is specifically about Nikes, and I think it's interesting. And when I'm thinking mm-hmm. about one position that they have a lot of power and influence, I think of most recently, or I guess not most recently, now it's been a few weeks back, but when LeBron and Anthony Davis posted the picture that they were changing numbers lebron was giving uh anthony davis 23 and lebron was going Mm -hmm. back to number six which is totally cool like he was six before when he was in miami so i don't think it was a big deal i don't think he really cared um but nike like basically i would say threw a fit because of something they had going on in the background and we kind of hit on this a little bit last week so we don't have to go into too much detail but now they said lebron has to wait a year before he can change Mm -hmm. his number and i just think it's crazy that one company can have the power to tell somebody, no, you can't change your number, even though it was okay by the Lakers. Okay, I don't know if the NBA has to okay it, but most importantly, it was okay by LeBron, who, like, that was his number. He should have the only person that has a say in whether his number gets changed. But Nike had the power to say, no, you can't do that for one year. I thought that was crazy. Interesting. So, like, I kind of disagree with you. Speaking of, you know, needing to disagree sometimes. So, like, the reason why this wasn't okayed, like, he's going to do it next year. And, like, everybody was on board with it. LeBron is a Nike person. Like, he wouldn't have done it without talking to Nike. But the only reason it wasn't okayed is because there was, like, a a March 15th deadline that, like, people didn't really know about. And free agency happens in, like, July. So, like, July 1st is when free agency pops open. Um, So, like, it was way past the deadline. So, like put in a number change which to me it's interesting um because like then you look at guys like Kawhi Leonard who switch teams right so like no matter what he's getting a a new jersey and Anthony Davis would have gotten a new Lakers jersey anyways so like why couldn't it be 23 but I think the reasoning is because they keep production for um like the other players like who stay on their current teams because uh, like jerseys are weird, especially because yeah, it's kind of like it's it's the guy's number, but it's also like the team's number. Like teams have retired jersey numbers, so there are guys who like may switch teams and might not get their numbers. Um, but also like I think this was an interesting case because if it if it wasn't LeBron, I don't think it would have been as big of a deal. But the fact that it was like the guy that people buy jerseys for, like one of the number one jersey selling, um, I. I'm curious what his ranking was. It was either this past year. He's usually in the top five. It might have been top one. Um, Yeah, I think he's always number one or number two. He's usually way up there. So, like, I think that's the reason. Because Nike knew that they had that demand and already, you know, put out all these 23 jerseys. And now they're like, shoot, like, we can't make a bunch of six jerseys. Yeah. So, like, 
had it been some like end of the bench guy that nobody's going to buy a jersey for, wouldn't have been a big deal. Totally, they would have because those switch. guys change the numbers frequently when they get traded, and it's like Nike's like, right, oh, yeah, great, put mm-hmm. their put their jersey on the sale rack. But I mean, if they had to do exactly. that with LeBron's not, jersey, yeah, they had to do holy that with crap, every LeBron jersey, yeah. yeah. So I I do kind of agree with you in that sense, but I think it is a weird scenario where like there's a lot of weird like ins and outs going on yeah with that. but i mean it's yeah, all about nike's money like, though that right, he couldn't nike's, change his number mm-hmm. like nike's big time it's, it's interesting because like the other thing you were saying oh like it's it's weird to me how they're so big that they can do this to me i think it's interesting that nike being that big even cares about like losing out on some jersey sales like that's that's what a good is point. interesting to me like i feel like they are big enough that you know, a, a few million jerseys yeah. that are that are slightly different well, or might sell it for even slightly a few less. million. Yeah, you got to ask. Yourself, that's well, a good point. It's probably I, worldwide, I know, so like, it might be. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably a lot of jerseys, but still. Yeah, like, and I, they would still I sell. Don't think it's yeah, right. Like I, I the twenty threes would probably sell like LeBron crazy. Twenty three jersey. Mm-hmm. So, or yeah, would they not where, have to put them on sale? I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know, like why that's even that big of a deal for them but it's yeah. yeah like it's it's interesting to me how businesses are like oh well man they're so powerful they can you know change these little things but mm-hmm. it's also like they're so big and powerful like why do they even care about these little things and i think that might be part of it like you're not going to be that big and make that much money if you don't control all the little details you know oh exactly yeah i mean like that's how they got to where they are is by controlling every little thing like that that they could have control over like watching mm-hmm. every single dollar sign that they could to make it to this point. So, I mean, it makes sense, but at the same time, it's like they still would have made money because people would have been like, oh, my gosh, I got to run and buy that LeBron 23 jersey because, like, that's how I've always thought of LeBron, and I want to get that 23 jersey before they're gone forever. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they still would have sold. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just so interesting because Nike – we talked a little bit about Phil Knight's book in the past, which mm-hmm. I've read, and I believe, uh, yes, Shoe Dog. And have you read a portion of it, or ha- have I you? I have not. No, nope. okay. it's sitting right next to my desk, and it looks yep. real nice. It's and super I good. am interested in reading about it and reading you it. You should. And I I've done like it. presentations for a business class on Nike and on Phil Knight, mm-hmm. and yeah, I <laughs> I haven't read the book yet, but that's okay. Yeah, I it's. It it is currently I would say my favorite book because it's wow, so freaking good like it's amazing I'm reading a different book right now um, that's that's competing with it pretty hard but it's it's still shoe dog for sure um, in the book he talks a little bit about and he doesn't I guess he doesn't really talk much about like the controversy behind Nike and mm-hmm. like um, they're using like the, of not different paying, labor forms right, right. yes <laughs> like, exactly cheap labor and outsourcing and stuff like that yeah so has that ever impacted your opinion of nike or anything like that no so like i know a little bit about it while doing that research and i think it is something that like they've at least made an effort to kind of like protect themselves from some of the bad publicity like i don't know if they've yeah. actually changed all that much but like I, I think Nike overall has a pretty good public image. Um, but I'm also maybe a bad like example or some person to ask because I don't feel like I'm that much of an like informed or like really decisive <laughs> consumer. I'm so not like an I'll just buy consumer. like what I like. Yeah. So like when we went to the what was that place that sold all the soap? Was it Lush at yes, the mall? It was definitely like Lush. that was it was kind of cool. And like the part that I like didn't really get but I guess it made 
like it makes an impact to some people is how they do like you know all sustainable you know mm-hmm. like creation of their soaps yes. and of their ingredients and stuff like that and the girl was talking to you about the recycling the bottles when lauren was asking about refills and stuff oh, like yeah. that so like that to me is cool but i don't know how much it actually sways my um like my overall purchasing now if i made if i were to make like a big purchase you know i feel like it might be like if if all things are equal like that is a big deciding factor yeah but i don't know that i'm that much of a like an informed consumer especially when it comes to nike because i don't really know that much of a story about like adidas or like under armor but i, I do don't know, know anything about that them. like nike's got me like i'm pretty much a nike guy through and through even though i did just buy a new pair of adidas shoes so Ooh, they were on okay. sale I was gonna say I like my Adidas shoes. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at a pair of Adidas <laughs> you gotta shoes. Got to switch right it up every we, once in a while. Right before yeah. we started recording, I was looking at these uh, <laughs> Bape camouflage Adidas shoes that I really wanted when they came out in February, and they're wow. on StockX and Stadium Goods right now. I was like, I wonder mm-hmm. how much I could pick those up for, right? Because they'll just keep going like, up in value. Because you're an Under Armour fan, right? Um, that's a good question. I would prefer Nike on my feet. Interesting. Definitely. But you've got your Dwayne Johnson shoes. Your, your, I do. Your, the rock they were shoes. the worst purchase I've ever made on a shoe. <laughs> really? I don't know how I should break that to anybody, but <laughs> I and I can't say that it's because they're uncomfortable. I really enjoy them, mm-hmm. and I'll wear them again this winter. But I don't wear a lot of high tops, especially not with shorts. I right. wear them with. They don't jeans. look like great shoes for you, and they've got the no. big bowl on the back. Yeah, so jeans covers but, them yeah. up nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're super duper comfortable. I just don't wear them that much unless it's winter time, and then I'll throw okay. them on because they're really good for like in the snow when I don't want to get other shoes all nasty. <laughs> um, they're kind of like wow. a snow boot tennis shoe is how I think of okay, them. Okay, okay, they're perfect for that. So um, yeah, you've got those, but then you've also got your Steph Curry. Like, yeah, he's your athlete and he's under yes. armor. So like, does that impact you in any way? <sighs> no, it doesn't. Sorry. Interesting. I hmm. so the Nike thing it, for me. The labor stuff didn't impact it. The Colin Kaepernick stuff recently, specifically with the Betsy Ross Nike Air Force One, I believe it was an Air Force One. That one, did you hear about that? Yeah, uh huh. Like that was an interesting like that one kind of like the whole controversy. Like that. So I I think Nike does well to, you know, like they they are aware of the issues that our country's going through, and like I don't maybe like that they tried to capitalize on that, but. That's a, I don't know, different conversation well, see, maybe. Yeah, I, that one was one that kind of bothered me a little bit just because it was like they released a shoe that had an American flag on the back and it had like the 13 colonies for the, like the stars, the 13, 13 mm-hmm. stars because they can't put 50 stars on the back of a shoe, let's be honest. <laughs> like that's going to be right. so tiny. Um, and so they did the 13 like in honor of Betsy Ross and then Colin Kaepernick, the way that I understand it, came out and said, hey, I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. And then so Nike pulled the shoe because of that. Like, and my understanding was because it was because of the flag and the the thirteen colony stars on the flag was the reason that he didn't hmm. like it. And so that's why they pulled the shoe. And I was like, I don't really like that they give so much pull to one person, especially about like a flag that was an American flag and like represented the start of the country. Like, yeah, there's still the blemishes on it from whatever you want to say in terms of like everything bad that's happened in Americans, America's past, but it's America. It's how it started. It's how we got to where we're at today. I don't think that you should have one person have the impact or the ability to say, Hey, I don't like that because it 
is from the start of America and it has the 13 colonies on it. Like, I don't like that. And then okay. Nike take it away. That's, That's why fair, I didn't I guess, really yeah. like that. Um, if it had been for, I don't know. I can't, I don't, I don't know where I'm going to go with that, but I didn't love that. So it kind of like put a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. And as I say that, I also say, I'm not going to stop buying Nike. Like I mm-hmm. love my Nike shoes. Like right, my va- right. the Vapor Max that I have, like mm-hmm. are by far and away the most comfortable shoe that I've ever owned. I want to buy two more pairs, just like the pair that I have, because the <laughs> new version, the the three, is not mm-hmm. as nice looking as the two. And I'm like, I need to have a pair oh, of these yeah. on backup, right. like backup. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like I want to have a pair on my shelf, like for the day that these pop or whatever, because I've heard they pop. Interesting. Eventually. Hmm. Which I've had a pair of uh, Air Max shoes pop. Have you ever? owned any air max shoes that have popped or anything like that no but i think i do Ooh, have an air max good. um pair but yeah like when they they're squeak real comfy that air Ooh. but they do yeah like if you if they're squeaky that's not a not, that's good. not a good thing Mm-mm, not enjoyable but so <laughs> i love my nike shoes so i don't know that the the controversy that companies find themselves uh i don't know engulfed in i don't know partaking in Sometimes it's okay. a little bit frustrating because, like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, again, that might be something where a person like yourself, which you said you had heard of that, but maybe a lot of people don't even pay attention or, frankly, care about it because they're like, hey. Right. I was going to say, for me, it doesn't impact a ton of decisions. Like, you know, I'm, I'm still a fan of Nike, whether it be the three different pairs of Kobe shoes that I own or, you know, the other Nikes that I've got, like, I, I just mm-hmm. like like that swoosh on things. You um, love your Kobe, not not even though. just shoes. I do, yeah. So like, I'm curious, and if we want to, you know, this is not going to be a controversial story or anything about that. But what's the most you've ever paid for a pair of Nike shoes? Ooh. Maybe shoes in general, if there's a difference. But okay, so if you're comfortable with telling, of yeah, course. no, that's fine. Uh, I'm thinking. So the most expensive pair that I own, or the most expensive pair that I purchased. Because those are two different don't, things. Yeah, don't count the ones that you've like resold. Like the most not resold, but been you've... given to me, like as a gift. Like did those? I don't know. Count? Tell me both. I'm can. <laughs> okay, so like I the Vapor Max. Like you can Google a Vapor Max, and they're like 180. Uh-huh. Like I wear those. Those are probably my favorite right. shoe. Um, but I also have a pair of custom Nikes that I did from Nike ID that are for that are like IU shoes that I wore to like football games and cool, basketball games. Cool. My red and white ones. You've I've seen, seen them. Those, yeah. You know which one's talking mm-hmm. about. They have like the yeah. black and white speckled bottoms and then they're like mm-hmm. a red uh, upper and then they have the white right behind the black Nike sign on them. They're they like good. the Nike yeah. Roush or however you say that word. Or Roo- uh, yeah, Ro- Roshi. Roshi. Or Ro- Roshi. It's Roshi, yeah, Roshi. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Um, and I love those shoes. They're super comfortable. The the white on them gets a little dirty, so they're kind of difficult to take care of because right. you yeah, can't really hard. clean that very well. And if I could, I'm really scared to try to wash them because what if the oh, red yeah. runs into the white? And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. we can't right. have that having not, pink shoes. Right. I wouldn't wash those. No. So, um, and I think that those at the time were like 160 or 170. So, like, I haven't spent a ton on Nikes, and it's because most of my styles for Nike are like right around that like. 120 like that's like okay. most of my nikes have cost like in that range right so say. not too bad so i what's would the definitely most expensive purchase more. pair of shoes that you've bought that that aren't nike that you wear regularly or like have worn maybe even Hold if on. It's i'm looking at my shoes like i'm looking like, at my do you have shoes expensive stuff. cowboy boots um they were a gift i didn't buy that's them. okay how 
I think they were like, uh, gosh, hold on. I can't like, Google it. Do you wear it. like $300 pair of shoes around? Yes. I think that the cowboy boots Interesting. were like okay. 250 something like that. The pair of Adidas that I was just looking at, which like I probably will never buy are, uh, hold on. I'm Googling how much these boots are. <laughs> um, but the Adidas shoes that I really want, they're the Bape ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, uh, cause they're reselling when I tried to buy them the day they came out and I couldn't get through Adidas's queue to get them cause they were like 200 oh, that yeah. day. And now that they're reselling, they're reselling for, okay. My boots weren't that expensive. They're only 220. Like, okay. Not, on, not only like that's still an expensive boot, but that's yeah, like that's still an, an affordable, boot for sure. like an affordable, like the best quality cowboy boot I've ever owned mm-hmm. way better than right. my other ones that I had before that, that were like breaking <laughs> my feet. Every time I wore them, I'd wear these things every freaking day. Highest quality. Go get Tecovis, which I've mispronounced their boot name for a long time. I always, <laughs> I always said Teco, Tecovas, which oh, makes yeah, no sense. Oh yeah, that doesn't sound right. Yep. No, no, it's Tecovas. Yeah, and they are like the coolest company. Yep, they're an American company out of hmm. Austin, Texas, I think. So if you need cowboy boots, highly recommend getting theirs. Best ever. Okay, um, they better sponsor us after that extended I, plug. <laughs> I would agree. Um, but the Bape shoes I want, they're on StockX right now for like. 270 so it's like okay. that's a little much to pay on tennis shoes but then i'm like say, yeah. if i bought them would i even wear them or would i just sit mm-hmm. them on the shelf and resell them in a year for like right. 350 because they just keep going like i watched the price on them they just keep going up and up and up they started like they re- they sold originally for 180 or 200 and then they started reselling for like 240 now they're up to 270 like wait a year and they might go up 50 more dollars or 70 more dollars and it's like I have space in my closet. I can just throw them up there and let them sit. So it's like, I Shoes don't know. can be an investment, I guess. Yeah. The, oh my gosh. There, we've talked about this before. There are people that make six right. figures selling shoes every year. So yeah, that's crazy. Oh, what about you? I'm, I'm sure so, that it's, uh, I'm sure I can guess the pair, but I'm not going to ruin your thunder. Yeah. So my, the pair that I spent the most on, I've got, like I said, three pairs of Kobe's, a lot of tennis mm-hmm. shoes, even like, especially Nike tennis shoes, are about a hundred bucks, like, you know, give or take, like you said, in that kind of 120 range, if they're, if they're nice. Um, so I've got one pair of Kobe's that are like the kind of like consumer, like discount, like not as nice pair. Yeah. Um, and I've got those, I got those for a hundred dollars at Dick's. I like those shoes a lot. They look kind of cool. They're not as fancy, but they work. They're kind of like black and gold and like little speckled. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I like them. And then I've also got my, um, Kobe 11s, which are they've they've got like the yellow on the front half and then they're like gray on the mm. back. Oh, those ones like, I those like. Those are real nice, super comfortable. Can wear them with shorts. Can wear them with jeans. Like they're great. They're kind of dying though. So that, those were are that was a two hundred dollar pair of shoes. They there's just like they're a little dirty and like uh, there's a couple little like scratches on the back mm-hmm. that are eaten into some of the like you know design and material. It's so, like that's that worrisome because that's like yeah like a two hundred. I like those shoes. shoes. I do too, and they're great. So like, I don't want them to die. My most expensive pair of shoes I've ever bought. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, it was a Nike ID pair of um, Kobe Nines. So you know, years ago, this was probably when did I go to Chicago and get those? This was probably like sophomore year in high school, is when I would have got those shoes. Mm. And I ordered them at the Nike from the Nike store in Chicago because I was on a mission trip, and I went and like decked them out like they are like like gray 
base with like a like purple paint splatters on them. Like the Kobe logo and Nike swoosh. Oh are like yeah, shiny gold. Yes, um, the those are like my black. favorite shoes you have. Probably they, those are so they look cool. Awesome, I love them. And like they they look really kind of like. Are they holding up? Yes, because I don't wear them a ton. Like I couldn't tell you the last time I wore them. Maybe freshman year, maybe okay. sophomore year. But like I don't wear them to like play basketball in. Like I'll wear them around occasionally. But they don't go with a ton of stuff, right? Like they're a little bit out there. And like it's like my bright green pretty, Adidas ones. <laughs> right. So, like, Can't wear those important, ever. Important shoes. Like I there's not another pair like that in the world. So that's interesting to me. Now the fun story. If you're okay with me telling a fun story about those shoes, yeah, is that okay like I said, I'm a big Nike guy. You never hear us with the shoes. price. Oh yeah, so those shoes, I believe, after like um, making them, and I think that I don't know if this was with shipping or without shipping. Uh, shipping was probably free. They were two hundred and twenty dollars, so that's the most I've ever spent on a pair of shoes. Okay, it was a Nike ID. So we pretty pair much have the Kobe same Nines. price of our most expensive shoe that we've ever. Had. Right, basically, yeah. Mine's a like, boot. Yours is a shoe really justify spending more than that like unless that's so tough unless it's like an investment like like i was talking about those mm -hmm. those bape ones like they're gonna go up in value if i don't wear them so right but then like why buy shoes if you're not gonna wear them it's like having a ferrari in the garage and be like (laughs) hey i own a ferrari but i never drive it exactly so yeah that's why you got to get like three ferraris and you can just take turns leave the (laughs) you just leave the one sit and then you drive the others i love the way you think you're telling me to spend a lot of money on shoes though i feel like have you ever watched uh not to go off topic too far here that's okay have you ever watched the uh complex youtube channel where they go shoe shopping with people i have not oh my gosh do it do it you you need to go watch (laughs) that it's so cool they go to these shoe stores in new york and la and stuff like that and i'm really hoping lauren lets me go to a couple of them i'm probably (laughs) not gonna buy a single shoe because they're so expensive right right Mm -hmm. but one guy on this the show spent like thirty or forty thousand dollars on shoes oh my goodness yeah it's crazy because they're all like they're all like from places that are reselling the shoes they're Mm -hmm. new but they're reselling them after they've been sold so they're like super high end really difficult to get your hands on yeah probably out of production exactly yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so it's so cool highly recommend checking that out so that sounds fun and i would have loved to have been able to buy my shoes the first time that i tried to get them but (laughs) um so what happened was my freshman year, I said that I bought those shoes from the Nike store in Chicago um, during a mission trip, during my sophomore year in high school. My first year, the reason I kind of knew about the Nike store and knew I had to go mm-hmm. in and buy those shoes is because my first year, I was the only guy on the trip um, to Chicago oh, as no. a freshman. So, like, I didn't, you know, wasn't, like, super, you know, like, I didn't know anybody super well and... Like, I was definitely kind of in the minority um, overall. Oh, by being the only and, guy. Yes, Right, I would by say being so. the only guy. So, like, one of the days, as a lot of mission trips do, they have sort of, like, a fun day or, like, like an explore the city kind of day. Yeah. So, our day, my whole plan, um, it was, like, me and then there was a guy leader as well. But, like, we walked around the whole day with, you know, all the girls. They wanted to go, you know, try clothes on. We went into, like, a Disney store. There's a really funny picture of me. And my friend Dan, uh, the leader on the trip, who was like, we were sitting, like, just frowning, not looking happy, you know, kind of jokingly, mm-hmm. like, sitting at the Disney store waiting for all these, you know, high school age people to look through these old Disney, <laughs> like, <laughs> toys and whatnot. You don't want to go in there and plan, buy a Mickey Mouse? 
I did not. So my whole plan the whole day was like, all right, we're going to stop by the Nike store. Like I Googled it. I'm like, okay, I know where it is. It's right. We're, we're going to pass right by it. Really mm-hmm. easy to find. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's so going nice. to be great. And then <laughs> we, we like round a corner. We're walking up the street. It might've been right off Michigan Ave or something like that. It is. It's on Michigan. Right. So it's, yeah. So it's on Michigan Ave. So we were walking up there and we get there to where the address is supposed to be. And all there is is a giant wall of plywood, and oh, it's black, no. and it has Nike logos on it, and it says, oh. coming soon. Oh, <laughs> Apparently, it was going to open, like, literally, like, a month later, like, later that summer or something like that. So I It was there before, though, right? Like, and then I they were remodeling so. at that point, or I what? Think, I think they were remodeling it, like, making it a few extra floors or something like that, because it was huge. Like, when I went in oh. it the next year, yes. like, you go like in, and they've stories. got, you know... Like, yeah, they have, like, a basketball floor. They have, like, a football floor. They have some other floors and stuff like that. Um, so, like, awesome store. And all I wanted to do that whole week was go into this Nike store. And <laughs> I we went on there. a mission trip to go to the <laughs> Nike store. And you know what I didn't get to do? Not not technically, but, yeah, basically. Like, that's how it felt. It's <laughs> like I came all this way, and all I wanted to do was go into the Nike store uh, you know, my the one store that I wanted to go to out of all of the stores that I had to walk in, you know, I felt like like I, I didn't have a girlfriend. So it's like I you know, there's always the jokes of like <laughs> the guys sitting and waiting for their girls to try on mm-hmm. clothes and whatnot. Um, but it's like, yeah, that's how I felt. I, the whole day I walked around the whole city of Chicago, got to the one place that was supposed to be a refuge and it, <laughs> it was closed. So I was so disappointed. I was just so bummed. And then, yeah, the next year I went and I spent probably like three hundred dollars on so i bought that day i bought um so i bought kobe shorts a kobe shirt and those kobe shoes and they're still probably the most expensive pair of shorts i've ever bought i think it was like a like a 35 40 pair of shorts the shirt i still have um the shorts are still looking okay but they're definitely old mm. at this point you know oh, like i'm about to I mean, graduate had college them for a few and years I got them since, yeah, freshman year in high school <laughs> Those are like seven-year-old shorts yeah but they they've been probably i've got my money's worth out of them to say the least and yeah like nike shout out they're they're my they're my brand kobe's my guy so that's what that story is about I, the, you know we haven't talked they must do a, a lot of construction lot of that specifically store. But oh yeah, I think so. Because it's got to be because they're always renovating and you know oh, new stuff yeah. like that. So. Well, because a similar thing happened to me this year. I was uh, okay, at a work tell. meeting in January in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to go to the Nike store. And it was let's see, it was that really really cold time this year where it was like negative however oh, many yeah. degrees. Right, like when I you closed. <laughs> exactly, and we're in Chicago, which is you know the windy city. So imagine like. 50 mile an hour wind gusts at negative i believe i believe my car said negative 18 as i drove out the city so like it was freezing and Mm. i wanted to take an uber to the nike store which was three miles away and it was going to cost me 25 bucks and i was like i just i can't do it that's 50 dollars round trip to get to the nike Mm -hmm. store and back to my hotel before i left and i was like that just i really want to but i can't convince myself that 50 bucks is worth it so i didn't go and then Lauren and I went back into town two months later in uh, March for St. Patrick's Day, and we walked by the Nike store because I was like, okay, I didn't get to go in January. I want to go now. Right, Walk right. up to it, and it was closed. It had been closed since, like, the first of the year, and it was closed oh, until no. the end of March. So I was like, what if I had spent $50 to go to the Nike store, and it uh-huh. had been closed? Like, can right. you imagine what my thought process would have been when I got to the store and be like, 
I just wasted all yeah, that cause money. Because I literally have that same thought. Pro- <laughs> like I've, I've been there. Yeah, like, exactly. We have the same story. So I don't know if it's, it's just terrible. that store or what, but they are. It's so uh, good when it's open. It's a hard store though. to get into. It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Highly recommended it if you're my, in Chicago. My best purchase. Definitely That's your best purchase? Kobe's. Is that your best purchase ever? Uh, maybe clothing related. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, those shoes are awesome. So Can you think of a better purchase you've ever had? I'm also not a big clothes fan. Maybe. I, I did get a real nice jacket at Men's Warehouse one time. It was on sale, okay. on clearance. And it's nice. like leather. And it was probably like a $200 jacket. I think it was like oh. 50 bucks. Um, wow. So like it's nice. And look I look at good you. So. Finding the deals. Yeah. Rachel nice. would probably agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that makes <laughs> that I, sense. That I look good in it. That's what I mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Well, I mean, there's about 100 million more things I could talk about. <laughs> I was going to say, we Nike. talked about like, a weird amount of like the business yes. side and the controversy and then like specific examples and shoes. But yeah, like yeah. Nike is so everywhere and they're so interesting. Even the story that's... of Nike, like oh, you were saying, you know, read no the doubt. book. And if you don't know, like it's really cool how they started and like, yes. you know, how they made shoes out of the back of a car and sold them to with like a track waffle athletes. press to yep, make the, with a waffle the soul. Iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's where the waffle soul came from. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, it, the story of how Nike, it, like, is what it is now, mm-hmm. is ridiculous and really even cool. the so Nike Air, how they got to that point, out. is super intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like how they started making them, it, it's definitely worth reading. See, the book I don't know about that, so I'll have to read the book. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but let's just <laughs> say they threw these little air balls in the bottom of a shoe, like under huh. the sole, because this guy had these these air. I'm ruining the story now. Um, I was going to say, you it. might, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to tell it. Um, basically, if, I remem- if I'm remembering correctly, what happened is this guy had an idea to put these air, poc- air pockets in the shoes, and he had these little air ball type things, like mm-hmm. little plastic air ball things. And when he gave them to Phil Knight, like he, he was doing the presentation, and Phil said, like, give me those, and he put them in his shoe, <laughs> like underneath the sole, put his foot in the mm-hmm. sole, and he – he thought it was a really good idea, so they kind of ran with it, and that was kind of oh, how nice. Nike Air got created. It's not—it's huh. not like a crazy story. I just thought it was interesting that, like, rather than testing them like as an integral part of the shoe at first, they just threw these little air ball mm-hmm. things under the sole and thought, "Hey, that could work," and went for it. Right, and I think with Nike, you know, it kind of proves that like you got to be a little lucky to, at some point to be one of these yes. major businesses. Because like, oh, I no feel doubt. like there's a lot of that. You know, we could do a whole nother like business or like startup type podcast, but like a lot of these, you know, the Nikes of the world, Absolutely. you hear how they were like out of a garage. You're like out of some guy's crazy idea. Oh, or read the book, like, thought, see how many yeah. luck things they had where mm-hmm. like the bank wouldn't give them the money to do what they wanted. And oh yeah. Like you're right. talking about and just, like find it. Yeah. Like know. the creation of the swoosh, which is now maybe one of the most recognizable logos, you know, in, <laughs> yeah. in the world. And like it was just they hired some like grad student or some like art student exactly to do it. yeah and like paid paid her like a little bit of money and it was like fifty like bucks or something like right. that at so the time yeah it's it's awesome um, so Nike shout out to Nike sponsor this podcast we'd love that for please sure. give us shoes we want shoes oh, you don't even have cool to pay too. us yeah. just send us shoes <laughs> we know that we know it doesn't cost you very much to make them come on yep I'd be down yeah <laughs> sounds like a be plan. good all right cool. Well, sir, hopefully some people learned some stuff about Nike and they're more intrigued by it now more than ever and they love it right. as much as Fingers we do. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping. But anything you wanted to add? Um, so two things. One, 
just to confirm, I didn't actually confirm, but LeBron over the past season was the number one selling jersey. Can you guess uh, number two and three are kind of interesting to me? Okay, so since you say interesting, I assume that Steph Curry isn't one of them. I, I don't know. You take a you take okay, a lot. Fine. Give, me your top, with... give me your top five real quick, just off the top of your head. So LeBron's okay, number one. Top five. LeBron, Curry, um, KD. Let's see. Who else do we have? I'm thinking uh, Anthony Davis. And then I'm thinking probably not Kawhi, but I bet he was this year. Um, who am I thinking? Who would be a good one? Oh, maybe Kyrie. Interesting. Okay, so the top three are LeBron, followed by Steph at two, Steph Curry. Yep. Then Kyrie's at three, which that's a yes. little surprising to me because he was in Boston for like a season. Yeah. Then Giannis is number oh, four I, with the Bucks. I should have known that. That was stupid of me not and to then guess Giannis. Joel Embiid is number five, which that really? I didn't really expect. That one's shocking. Yeah. Hmm. And then KD's all the way down at nine, and Kawhi with the Raptors was all the way down at 13. Was that this past year? Yeah, because he was only yep he was only a Raptor for one year, so that was the top selling wow. jerseys for this past season. So you're right hmm. for this coming year, Kawhi will probably be up there. Like, but some interesting names. But LeBron, I would agree. The King, Nike sponsors the NBA, Numero sponsors the uno. NFL. Like they are the sports apparel guys. So shout out to Nike. And without further ado, we're gonna hit him with a fact of the week, and then we're gonna Do end it. this bad boy. So this is an interesting one. That like this is one of the more, um, like in the spirit of what the fact of the week actually is where it's like, I don't know if mm-hmm. this is true, but it okay. is like from what I've seen my facts yes. and it is that all button down shirts or button ups. I don't, do you, do you call them button downs? I think I call them like, or do you have a button up shirt? Do you I have a button down tees. shirt? Button up. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't know. So anyways, any button down shirt has an odd number of buttons on them. Ooh. So whether it's go count your you know, buttons, folks. Se- right, go count your buttons. I've d- I've checked it on a few shirts. I've had some sevens. I've had some some fives. I feel like, Oof. but like yeah. So does it matter out, what size the shirt is? In your opinion, I'd assume no, probably right. Okay. But like again, I don't, I don't know. know. So that that's the fun of the fact of the week. So cool. check out your shirts. Let us know on social I'm media in. if we're right, if we're wrong. And yeah, that's our fact of the week. I like it. I like it, sir. Thank you very much for the fact of the week. I got to go count my buttons now. So count your buttons. Let us know. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. This has been the Life is Funny podcast on whatever type of thing you listen to podcasts on. I don't know. But thanks so much and have a good rest of the week. That's how you listen to podcasts. This is the Life is Funny podcast on your ears. Um, <laughs> have a good end of the week, folks, because you're probably listening to this on Thursday or Friday because we released a little bit late this week. But hopefully we will see you next week at our normal time. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>